Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Skylar and his big brother Blake, who is nine. Hello to Nehemiah from Chattanooga, Tennessee, who recently learned to count to 100. Congratulations, Nehemiah. Hello to Rahini. Hello to Myla and Lola. Mama and Papa are very proud of you. Hello to Natalia Celine from France. And hello to Maria Monkey, Katie Bear Bear, and their dogs Ozzy and Picasso from Thermopolis, Wyoming. I'd like to say happy belated birthday to Hamas from Manville, Texas, who turned nine on January 9th. Happy belated birthday to Lexi, who turned eight on January 12th. Happy belated birthday to Bridget from Western North Carolina, who turned 11 on January 12th. Happy belated birthday to Callan Lee, who turned nine on January 12th. And happy birthday to Vivian Jean from McMinnville, Oregon, who turns three on January 17th. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. Shoutouts and birthday wishes are one way we give thanks to our supporters. If you would like to support us and receive more bedtime entertainment like this, all ad-free, please visit our support page at sleeptightstories.org support. Thank you. This is the final part of our story about the White Rocking Horse. The White Rocking Horse is at the toy doctor and meets the elephant from the toy store. They talk about their race that they had and some things that have happened since. The White Rocking Horse gets picked up and taken back to Dave's house where some exciting things are going to happen. The White Rocking Horse, Part 6 So the elephant with the broken trunk told about his strange race on roller skates. The horse spoke of the new house, and the other animals related their adventures. They had a good time together until morning came. Then... When it was time for the toy hospital doctor to come to his shop, the elephant got back under the paper that was to keep him clean until he was mended. The horse slowly hobbled back to his place. The tin poodle dog leaned up against the broken jack-in-the-box, and all the toys became as quiet as though they had never spoken or moved about. Hmm, lots of work for me today said the toy hospital doctor as he put on his apron. I must mend the broken leg of that rocking horse as soon as I fix the elephant's trunk. Then the toy doctor took the elephant from under the paper and, after blowing off a little dust, began to work. He made a new piece of trunk out of wood and cloth and painted it until it looked just like part of the elephant. 
Then the two pieces were fastened together with wooden pins and also some glue. There, now you are stronger than you were before, said the toy hospital doctor, putting the elephant on a shelf. And now for the broken leg of the rocking horse. Dear me, that is quite a bad break, said the toy doctor. I think I will have to make him a whole new wooden leg. The white rocking horse felt glad when he heard this, for he was rather a proud sort. And when he had seen part of the elephant's old trunk put back on the animal, the horse thought of how he would look with part of his old broken leg glued on. I'd rather have a whole new leg, he said to himself. And that is exactly what he had. Out of a piece of wood, the toy doctor made a new leg for the rocking horse. He took off the old splintered one that had been broken in the fall off the porch. Then the new leg was put in place. There, when it's painted, no one will ever know one of his legs was broken, said the toy doctor. The new leg was smoothed with sandpaper and then painted just the color of the other legs. I'm glad he painted my new leg, thought the horse. I would look very funny with three white legs and one brown or red one. Yes, this toy doctor is a very smart man. I feel quite myself now. The toy hospital doctor was busy in his shop all day, mending things that children break in their play. And toward evening, Dave's father came in. Is my boy's white rocking horse mended? The man asked. Yes, all ready for you, answered the toy doctor. I finished him sooner than I expected to. The paint is hardly dry, but it will be by morning. I made him a new leg. That's good, exclaimed the man. My little boy wants to ride his white rocking horse. He misses him very much. Back home went the white rocking horse. And when Dave saw him, he clapped his hands and cried. Oh, how glad I am. May I take a ride? If you are careful of the newly painted leg, his father answered, I'll lift you up into the saddle. And when Dave sat in the red leather seat and pulled on the red reins and shouted to his horse, he was a very happy boy. And the white rocking horse felt glad also. Giddy up, called Dave. Giddy up, my rocking horse. And the horse galloped across the room. All of a sudden, Dorothy came running into the playroom where Dave sat on his horse. Oh, Dave, Dave, cried the little girl. Come on down to the kitchen, quick. Carlos has something under a chair. Maybe it's a big mouse. Come and see. Dave jumped off his rocking horse. What did you say Carlo had? He asked his sister. I don't know, Dorothy answered. But I was down in the kitchen, and Mary had just given me some bread, and I saw Carlo under the chair. He had something in his mouth, and he was shaking it. And it was brown and fuzzy, and maybe it's a mouse. You'd better come, because Mary is standing up on a chair and hollering awfully loud. It's so fun. Oh, I'll come, cried Dave. 
But where's mother? Oh, she's in the living room with some ladies, answered the little girl. I didn't tell her. That's good, said Dave, hurrying over to a closet in the playroom. What are you going to do? asked Dorothy. You'd better hurry if you want to help Carlo catch that mouse. I am hurrying, Dave said, but I want to get my soldier cap. What for? the little girl wanted to know. Because I'm going to make believe I'm a captain and the mouse is an enemy and I'm going to capture that mouse. Down to the kitchen, the children hurried. They could hear their dog Carlo barking and growling and they could hear Mary laughing. She isn't very scared, I guess, said Dave. Well, she was, and she was up on a chair, declared Dorothy. Come on, Dave. Together, they hurried into the kitchen. Mary was no longer standing on a chair. Instead, she was sitting down in one, laughing as hard as she could laugh. Carla was out in the middle of the floor, tossing up into the air something brown and fuzzy. Where's the mouse? cried Dave. Mouse? There isn't any mouse, Dave, laughed Mary. Dorothy said there was, he declared. Yes, and I thought there was too, went Mary. But it was only a piece of fur that Carlo had. I guess he thought it was a mouse and I did too at first. growled the poodle dog as he shook and tossed the fuzzy thing. And as it fell near Dave, the boy looked and saw that it was indeed only a piece of fur, as Mary had said. I thought it was a mouse, said Dorothy, and I guess Carlo did too. I guess I'll play I'm a soldier captain on a horse. I'm going to ride my rocking horse, he went on as he hurried back to the playroom. I'll take my sawdust doll, said Dorothy, and we'll have some fun. All day long, the children played, and after supper, when it was time for them to go to bed, Dave pulled his rocking horse out into the hall. Are you going to leave him there all night? asked his mother. Yes, he answered. I want to put my railroad track down in the playroom in the morning, and there isn't room if I have the rocking horse in there, too. I will make believe the hall is his stable. Then I'll not leave my sawdust doll out there, for she cannot sleep in a stable, said Dorothy. Dave's mother intended to move the white rocking horse out of the way, for it took up too much room in the hall, but she forgot about it when callers came that evening. And when the family went to bed, the horse was still out near the head of the stairs that led down to the first floor. The house became quiet, only a dim light gleaming in the upper hall, and the white rocking horse drew a long breath. Ah, now I can be myself, he thought. I can come to life. I wish I could see the sawdust doll and talk to her, he said half aloud. Well, here I am. And the sawdust doll came out of Dorothy's room. The little girl is asleep, went the sawdust doll. So I came out to talk to you. I want to hear all that happened at the toy hospital. I haven't had a chance to ask you since you got back. 
And I haven't had a chance to talk to you, went on the white rocking horse. It is nice and quiet now, and we can talk as long as we like, or at least until morning comes. It must be a funny place, that hospital, said the sawdust doll. It is, answered the rocking horse, but I would much rather be here with you. Thank you, replied the sawdust doll. Now, while the toys were talking together in the middle of the night, two men were prowling around the house where Dave and Dorothy and their father and mother lived. The two men were called burglars, and they wanted to get in and take some valuable things. And as the white rocking horse and the sawdust doll were talking together at the head of the stairs, the two men made their way into the house by unlocking the front door with a false key one of them carried. Hush, don't make a noise, said the big burglar. No, we must be very quiet, said the little burglar. But, quiet as they were, and whisper as softly as they did, the white rocking horse heard them. Someone is coming, said the horse to the sawdust doll. We must stop talking now. We dare not talk or move if human eyes look at us, and someone is coming. Then I had better hurry back to Dorothy's room, said the doll. Too late. They are coming up the stairs, whispered the horse. Stay where you are, and I'll stay here too. So the sawdust doll flopped down on the carpet, and the rocking horse remained very still and quiet, right at the edge of the top step. Up the stairs came the big burglar walking slowly and softly. Look out, whispered the little burglar, who remained at the foot of the stairs. I see something white. Look out. It is only a rocking horse, whispered back the big burglar. A white rocking horse and a sawdust doll is here too. I guess the children must have forgotten and left them in the hall. And that sawdust doll is just what I want. I know somebody I can give her to. I'm going to take her. The sawdust doll would have screamed and run away if she had dared, but she could not while the burglar was looking at her. The man reached out to pick up the sawdust doll, but his foot slipped. And to save himself from falling, he made a grab for one of the legs of the white rocking horse. Now, whether the horse kicked out or not, I cannot say. It may be that he did, and again, it may be that he did not. Anyhow, all of a sudden the white horse toppled right over on top of the burglar, and down the stairs they went, bumpity-bump, all in a heap right toward the little burglar standing at the foot. Down the stairs rolled the big burglar and the white rocking horse. Bang, bing, bung was the noise they made. Standing at the foot of the stairs was the little burglar. He was waiting while the big man went upstairs to see if he could get any jewelry. And when the big burglar touched the white rocking horse and it toppled over on him, and both of them fell down the stairs together, making a loud noise, 
and fell right on top of the little burglar. Oh, oh dear, oh dear me, cried the little burglar when he was struck by the big man and the white rocking horse. Oh, what is all this? What are you doing, Jake? he cried. Me? I'm not doing anything, exclaimed the big burglar as they went bumpity-bump along the lower hall, turning over and over in somersaults, just as the little burglar was doing. Not doing anything? Why, you came tumbling downstairs right on top of me, cried the little burglar. Why did you do that? Uh, I couldn't help it, answered the big burglar. That white thing you saw was a rocking horse, and there was a sawdust doll near it. I reached out to get the doll, and the horse stuck out his hind legs and kicked me down the stairs. That's what he did. Nonsense, exclaimed the little burglar. A white rocking horse didn't kick you. A wooden horse can't kick. Well, this one did, declared the burglar. Oh, my back! The father and mother of Dave and Dorothy heard the noise out in the hall. So did Martha and Mary. Dave's father sat up in bed. I heard a noise, said his wife. So did I, said Daddy. I think everybody in the house must have heard it. Somebody or something fell downstairs. You'd better go look and see, said his wife. Maybe it was burglars. So Dave's father went out into the hall to look, and there, surely enough, were the two burglars. They had been all tangled up in the legs and rockers of the white horse, and they were just getting untangled. And they were so sore from having been bumped around that they did not know what to do. They were so dazed and surprised that they just stood still. And just then, Patrick the gardener came running in from the garage where he slept. He too had heard the noise in the house. And Patrick and Dave's father soon captured the two burglars and tied them with ropes. Then a policeman came and took the two men away and they were locked up for a long, long time. But after the two burglars had been taken away by the police, Dave's father and mother looked at the white rocking horse where it lay on its side in the lower hall after having fallen downstairs. How do you suppose it got here? asked mother. Well, either the burglars tried to carry it off and they slipped and fell with it, or else they stumbled over it in the dark and it toppled downstairs with them, replied Daddy. But it made a great racket and woke us up. If it hadn't been for the white rocking horse, we would have been robbed of our valuables. What a brave horse, said Mother. Wouldn't it be strange if he really kicked the burglar downstairs? She asked her husband. And when the burglars had been taken away and the horse stood up on his rockers again, Dorothy and Dave were awakened by hearing so many sounds in the house. What's the matter? asked Dave, coming to the head of the stairs and rubbing his sleepy eyes. What's my rocking horse down there for? he wanted to know. 
He fell down with the burglar, said Daddy. And, oh, look, here is my sawdust doll out here in the hall, cried Dorothy. I had her in my room when I went to sleep. How did she get out here? Maybe the burglars took her and were carrying her away with them when they slipped and fell downstairs with the horse, said Daddy. But we know that is not just how it happened, don't we? We know that the sawdust doll came out to talk to the white rocking horse, and she could not get back when the burglars came, for she dared not move as long as they were looking at her. For many days, Dave and Dorothy had fun playing with the white rocking horse and the sawdust doll. And though at times, the horse and doll wished they could see their friends in the toy store, still the two toys were very happy. I think something is going to happen tomorrow, said the old jumping jack one night when, in the playroom, he was talking to the horse and doll. It was spring now and the grass was green. What do you mean, something going to happen, asked the white rocking horse as he looked at the jack. The old jumping jack had been allowed to stay in the playroom since he had been brought from the attic. Dave and Dorothy are going to have a grass party, and you are both going to it. A grass party, cried the sawdust doll. What is that, asked the white rocking horse. Well, you know what a party is, said Jack, and a grass party is one out on the grass. The boy and girl from next door are coming, and there will be good things to eat, games to play, and all things like that. Isn't that jolly? I should say so, cried the rocking horse. I love parties, said the sawdust doll. And the next day, when the sun was shining brightly, Dave and Dorothy had their grass party. Not only the little girl from next door came, but other children also. Dorothy brought out her sawdust doll for whom a new apple green dress had been made. Dave brought his rocking horse to a smooth place under the trees, and he and the other boys took turns riding on the brave steed. Let's see where his leg was broken, asked one boy. Oh, you can hardly see it, Dave answered. The toy hospital doctor fixed it so as it's good as new. But this is the leg my horse broke when Carlo tumbled him down the steps. And tell us about how the two burglars rolled downstairs with your horse on top of them, begged Arnold, the boy from next door. Well, I guess only one burglar rolled down, said Dave, but he made enough noise for two. Then he told the story as best as he could. While Dave and the boys rode the white rocking horse, Dorothy and the other little girls played with their dolls. And the sawdust doll with the brown eyes was the most beautiful of all. You children do get such nice presents on your birthdays, said one little boy guest to Dorothy and Dave. After having fun at the grass party for some time, the children went into the house to get cake and ice cream. The sawdust doll and the white rocking horse, as well as some of the other dolls, were left out on the lawn by themselves. Oh, now we can talk, said the white rocking horse. 
Do you think this grass party is any fun? I would rather it were night and we could be by ourselves upstairs with the jumping jack, said the sawdust doll. Then we could move about and have some fun. Well, it will soon be dark, said the rocking horse. And when night came and Dave and Dorothy were in bed, the sawdust doll had a fine ride on the back of the white rocking horse. And that is the end of this story. Good night. Sleep tight. Mm-hmm.